0: Welcome to another episode of Grab The Trace, a home design podcast here to help you deliver your next project to its full potential. If you're looking for some tips and secrets for your next project, be it building a new home, renovating, or even just picking what window furnishing would best suit your space, we've got you covered. So stick around, pull up your plans, and let's grab the trace. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Grab the Trace. I'm a little bit shell-shocked because I can hear how good I sound in my headphones right now. I'm getting a little bit distracted, but we're back. It's Monday. Let's do some inspiration and some house hacks. Yeah, Michaela. let's do it. Welcome to the show Thank again. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Lachlan. Recurring
0: the- guest, Michaela. Oh,
1: thanks, recurring <laughs> guest. I've just- Being slotted into the guest.
0: Well, you know, until you get 100% attendance rate.
1: Oh, my gosh. I missed one episode and I was sick. (laughs) Goodness.
0: You all listening at home have 100% attendance rate. Yeah. We're just here in studio. We've got two dogs with us here today. They're chilling. So, if you hear them, it's a little gift for you.
1: Yeah. You have to try and guess which one it is, the sausage dog or the English cock spaniel from the bark.
0: And you also have to try and guess the colour of them as well. If you can guess the colour, we'll be very impressed with you. But no (laughs) Facebook stalking. (laughs) Michaela, let's just jump into this straight away. We've got a lot of content to cover this week in terms of some amazing projects. We do. A lot of caveman grunting. A lot of caveman grunting. A lot of really, really astute observations.
1: Oh, stop. Big (laughs) words.
0: Would you like to take us away with your pick for this week? Yes, please. Inspiration gram.
1: So, my inspiration gram for this week is the Warwick House from CM Studio. So, I think You even asked me at the start of this episode, before recording, that if I had done a CM Studio house before, and uh, like that, you couldn't believe that this was the first project on the gram.
0: It took us what? What's this episode nineteen? So it took us nineteen episodes. Wow, for this one to surface. I know we're nearly at twenty. Also, shout out to everyone. We uh, after taking our break, we peaked at number fifty on the podcast charts last week. So let's see if we can get up into the lower double digits.
1: Lower double digits.
0: If we can hit twenty this week. Oh. I'll lie if we don't, but oh, oh that'd my. be unreal.
1: It'll be like 21. You'll be like I'll close pad enough. the stats. Close I'll just enough. leave
0: my, uh, my computer on repeat <laughs> all day.
1: All right. Let's get into our inspiration, Graham. So, as I said, it's from CM Studio, one of my favourite interior design and architecture practices. But this house is kind of described as a tranquil escape. And for me, 100%, I think it nails that brief. So, think of high-pitched ceilings, Beautiful light oaky timber. We have white everywhere, a lot of white, almost like a coastal aesthetic as well. So just think of full height shears, beautiful, as I said, like raked ceilings with a lot of white washed timber everywhere. We have big open plan living, but for me, it's it's the details. So in this main kitchen living dining space, again, these beautiful raked ceilings that are, you know beautifully timber-clad, all painted white, high-pitched ceilings, as I said, and then it kind of flows out onto this seamless outdoor deck space. But little details that I loved was circular cutouts around the base of these palm trees out of the timber decking. Like I've seen it a lot with garden scaping and it's just... I think we touched on this in our last episode about transitions from indoor to outdoor, and I was like, oh, do you really need it? Well, this project proves, like, yeah, nice detail. You do need it. It's, it's beautiful. It's a bit neato,
0: isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you
1: can zoom in on this, like, one image, and it's, like, the the hallway, this beautiful slide-back glass sliding kind of doors, and then the timber decking that's kind of been almost... It looks like a bleached timber decking. Like yes. It, it's it's definitely not like a merbau or anything or spotted gum. It looks a lot lighter.
0: Very raw. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, sorry, going into this like main kitchen, living, dining space that I spoke about, it's got those beautiful raked ceilings, the VJ kind of board on the ceiling as well with all the structure kind of exposed. But then they've carried that detail through to the master bedroom as well. And if you are keeping up to date with us on Instagram, we did put up some photos of some beautiful pendant lights that we recommended from Lights, 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 and didn't even mean to do this, but this project has that linen pendant. The Suspend, I think it was the Z Range pendant, it's called, <laughs> from Lights, Lights, Lights. And it's actually in the master bedroom. They've used it as like bedside table pendant. What a perfect pairing it is as well. Yeah, and again, coastal. Like I look at this and I go, they must be near the water. Like full height white shears, the white out ceiling with all the beautiful timber detailing. You've got this linen pendants, all white linen on the bed. And then to use that same detailing in the kitchen on the main living space as well. Honestly, just really beautiful.
0: One of the things I picked up when I was looking at that bedroom image as well Mm -hmm. is it's a... Block out roller blind, sheer curtain combo. Yeah. It, and it's all practical. hidden up in a little bit of yeah. a pelmet. Beautiful. You, you would, like, I had to you zoom in pretty night. intensely yeah. to be able to see. And the white of the curtain and the blind match the white of the wall.
1: Yes. And you 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 concentrate on the shears. You're not looking yeah.
0: at it's the pelmet and the blinds. You don't blinds. notice
1: it. It's practicality still matching the aesthetic and win-win, but going into this, like, kitchen space as well. So, again, this beautiful feature ceiling, but then they've incorporated skylights, which is, again, one of our massive favourites. So, just because you have a beautiful ceiling detail and they've obviously put money and expense into this beautiful rake ceiling, but then they've included that skylights as well. So, it's just double win, double win everywhere. Nice fridge too. Oh, yep, bit of a sub-zero moment. And then they've done the glass splashback, which... Again, when you've actually got a beautiful outlook to look out to, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of doing a glass splashback when you're just kind of looking straight out onto like a side boundary. Unless you've got, you know, purposeful greenery or you're really incorporating that, you know, external, internal lifestyle or aesthetic, it kind of defeats the purpose to me. I'd rather look at a beautiful stone or a beautiful feature pendant or But this one kind of nails it. It is looking out into the garden. It is beautiful. They've got the light oak cabinetry. It looks like they've got stone, a beautiful stone flooring throughout. So to get that timber cabinetry and the timber furniture, that's what gives this space warmth. Then I love, love, love. This is, I think, one of my most pinned items on Pinterest. But this banquette, this custom banquette seat for the dining space and how they've just opened up the beautiful external like terrace deck area. They've got full height glazing that just wraps around this banquette and it's full pushback doors and just working seamlessly. Like it just brings the outdoors in that whole indoor outdoor lifestyle. But this beautiful custom detail to this banquette seat and it's like leather padded seat that's curved. They've curved the backrest to this. Oh, beautiful. It'll be one of my main photos that I put up and you can froth with it. To your
0: heart's content. Oh, it's honestly. just beautiful.
1: And then I'm going to upload. So they've got the internal shot of this banquette seat, but then what that detail looks like from the external view. And they've actually built in an external bench seat as well. So it's like a double acting. So you can open up all those doors. You could have someone, you know, sitting outside on this seat and then someone sitting inside and it just feels very, very clean, very just cohesive. Just beautiful. Just really beautiful detail. I haven't I haven't seen a detail like that executed to this standard. And I think, honestly, it just, it looks so, so beautiful. But one of my main details that I really, it honestly really stood out to me was in the bedroom, the transition space from bedroom to walk-in robe. And I think we have spoke about this on a past project, maybe a few weeks ago when we were looking at the traditional, I think it was in Melbourne, and we were looking at a traditional heritage or like federation kind of style home and then they did this really modern or contemporary extension on the back Mm -hmm. and the transition I do love when other architects they don't try and conceal the fact that they've done this really contemporary extension they kind of highlight that and make it a feature instead of trying to make it look like a part of the original house but then when the interiors gets on board with the architecture and they make that design detail shine as well. So
0: this thing sings. Yeah. I think I know already. Are you talking yeah. about? I'm showing oh, Michaela an yeah, image. I'm this nodding. is. I'm oh my goodness! It's
1: so beautiful. So again, on this previous project, they've done this transition where they've done a beautiful black aluminium frame that's quite deep, and it transitions you from the existing part of the house to the new. Obviously, this house is very cohesive and there's no original to new. This is, it looks like either a new renovation or a new build. But how they've transitioned from the master bedroom through to this walk-in robe, they've done this beautiful arched opening, but then clad this entire archway in this beautiful oak timber. Yeah, It is phenomenal. It's one of my favourite aspects of this project. And honestly, I think it just... It just sings. It just, I don't know, it's one thing that I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to do that in another project. Like I need to steal that design detail. Like it is absolutely phenomenal. It looks so beautiful. It's bringing in that timber that I think these spaces really need. Like the kitchen needed to be all in oak to bring that warmth because there was so much white on all the ceilings. There was so much ceiling detail with the big raked ceilings. They had the stone flooring which could feel quite cold and the same – kind of design element goes with this bedroom and walk-in robe. They've got, like, a soft grey carpet. They've got a lot of white walls. They've got the same white raked ceiling detail with skylights. So, bringing in that quite large expanse of timber just really warms up that space. And then it's almost really subtly bringing you from, like, bedroom to, like, okay, this is the walk-in robe. And it's not blending the two spaces. You really feel like you are transitioning to another area. And yeah, just phenomenal. And then even the powder room, I think I've had this image pinned on my, I I first kind of saw this project on Pinterest because it just went nuts. And this particular powder room, again, all my favorites, it's got like the fingers, tile, it's got a beautiful curved ceiling detail. It's got full height glazing, which is actually situated directly behind the basin where you would think, oh, I need a mirror above my basin, which they've included. They've done a ceiling-mounted round mirror and then this full-height glazing directly behind it, which just lets all this light in. But it's just a really beautiful way of highlighting. Like, it's an got-
0: external door because it slides open to a little courtyard. Look at this. Stop it. It's an external sliding door that you Shut can fully door. open out into an it like a little <gasps> internal courtyard. Oh it's God, the gift that right. keeps giving. The This is stunning.
1: So, is that ventilate? Like, that's the ventilation ventilation. for the powder room. And, like, it is- it looks super private. Like, I would have no qualms with, like, if obviously friends or family or, like, visitors come over, I would just open that door because, like, no one can see in. It looks like a private courtyard just for that powder room.
0: The only thing is, like, bugs. Bugs potentially, yeah.
1: And if it's coastal, like, oh, sorry. Get nipped on the butt by a mosquito while you're trying nipped to. On <laughs> nipped on the butt. Nipped on the butt. But beautiful detail. I, th- I'm here I think for there's it.
0: some things when you're looking at feature designs, some some things aren't always necessarily practical. But far out, that would That's sell. Cool. That would sell me on a house. If I went in there, I was like, even though practically in my mind it's screaming at me like mosquitoes. Like the even bugs, if you even if you so put a um, to like a a really thin like insect screen or something on the outside screen. of that, yeah. that might help. But even though my mind's screaming, like, oh, that might be a little bit impractical with like mosquitoes and stuff. I'm like, but how cool is that? See, for It's me- what you said, because at the start, you said it was like an oasis, didn't you? Yeah, tranquil retreat. And to retreat. me, this is like you're in your own villa on like an island somewhere. Does- you're yeah. completely insular. All yeah. the things I'm loving right now, there's internal atriums, the planting along the whole property, you cannot see what- is happening mm. next door except when you're looking from the street. It's- yeah,
1: it does have a very like coastal vernacular and kind of based around that lifestyle. But Yeah.
0: You can only look up. Mm. There's nothing to look at around you because they've screened it all with yeah, planting. Yeah, true.
1: For me, I feel like just like tiny little changes. Like if that oh, 100%. was, if that was just louvers, so then you could like louvers with like with really, really fine fly screen, you could still achieve everything that that's already achieving but just a little bit more practicality and then it would would get me it would get because like closed it looks almost like you know you could do a beautiful instead of like frosted you could do like a beautiful fluted no stop yeah right like a fluted glass in a louver so then you get that detailing behind the vanity but then as soon as you open it you're getting the greenery and then you can control airflow, you can control privacy. It's all a bit of a win-win for me if you did that.
0: I think that's that's quite a good way of summing it up.
1: Mm. But the pen, did. oh, sorry, the pendant, the wall light, did you notice?
0: The marble, like-
1: Oh, it looks like, like a stone one. onyx maybe? Or I like, think
0: what it is, is it's almost like the that like stone, is like a diffuser. Brass. Yeah, it's an aged so brass there's that a like the light behind would come this, through. So, fuck yeah, ow, and you can do man. that with like a
1: quartzite or an onyx, like- I wouldn't be surprised that it looks to me like maybe an onyx or a quartzite. I'm not sure. But yeah, it would look like a backlit stone when you'd turn Mm. that on and oh. Actually you know (gasps) what? The only
0: thing looking at that. So you wanna make a feature of this like stone. Mm. The only thing I might have then potentially looked at pushing further is the front entry to this mm. is stunning. It's beautiful. But they've got like this round timber handle on yeah. a timber door. Maybe we do the stone there as well. Oh. Tied in. Stop. Low and Co, check them out.
1: Yep. They've got
0: half moon, full moon in these like lovely marble kind mm. of- They've oh.
1: even got like an extended- Yeah. Like version of that. Anyway, beautiful. But um another little detail, there's a photo of a hallway I'll actually put up. So it's kind of you can see the stairwell to the left, and then it's the hallway with all the main doors. You know how I kept going on, I drooled over that arched opening into the walk-in robe. Mm-hmm. They've done that same design detail with all the internal doors, a timber, but all the like the door jams and the openings are all solid timber right. as well. So like just little details are just so beautiful and then all the vanities are in that same timber all the doors are the same timber openings the kitchen even the cute they've got a cute little like bunk bed
0: yeah it's a bit nice isn't it
1: oh it's just honestly really cute but um external we we do talk a lot about obviously the architecture the interior design on a lot of our projects that we look into but landscape design a lot of our projects have had incredible landscape architects or landscapers involved with these projects and how, you know, I always talk about how interior design, when it, when they work so cohesively with the architecture, you can get such a beautiful result. But when you've even got a landscape architect involved yeah. as well and like how yep. those internal details then reflect outside and it yeah. just, oh, it nails it from... People always think like, oh, you know, I'll invest so much time and money and energy into the house and then they go, oh, my God, interior design as well, like then I've got to fit it out and then like styling. So then I've got to buy all this furniture. But honestly, your house begins at the driveway, like you can you can achieve a holistic design outcome from your mailbox design, your front fence design, all the way to your back fence. And it's all incorporated. And in this particular project, they've done this beautiful curved outdoor shower design, which is a replica of the design intent that they've used for the internal stairwell. So they've got this beautiful curved plaster balustrade. They've repeated that design outside and then done this beautiful outdoor shower. And then that continues into like a built-in seat, which then continues into like the banquet seat. Um, design from inside like they've just it's really holistic and yeah I'm I'm really glad I came across this yeah I think I'm glad as well
0: and everyone at home should be as well
1: yeah I'm just I think it's a great example of everyone working together yeah to a holistic design outcome that the clients would obviously surely be stoked with
0: one thing I'll, I'll, I'll push further what you're saying is when we're doing projects especially homes when the budget gets thrown around, landscaping is usually oh, oh whatever we've got left at the end.
1: Yeah, one should, billion percent correct. You need to. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know. I think if you're trying to build to sell, like mm-hmm. or you say you're trying to make profit out of this, or you want something that's you're going to live in as your forever home or whatever, the investment in the landscape probably needs to be more now than just oh here's three grand for turf and topsoil.
1: Yeah, they always say like. I think every real estate agent says first impressions. Yes. So, street yeah. appeal, street appeal and first impressions. And personally, from like, again, this is just an interior designer's standpoint, is yes, I can 100% see the value in landscaping. But if you are on a budget and you're trying to be like, well, where do I, like, yeah, interior design's important. Architecture's important. Yeah. Landscape's important. Like, everything's, it, everything's pulling at important. the budget. Yeah. But I there's got to be a
0: balance. Yeah.
1: And I would, one billion percent invest in the street appeal and the front yard. Get a beautiful front fence.
0: Get a nice driveway because driveways usually re- yep. kind of tied in with this landscaping thing. Yeah, D-
1: driveway, garage design. Like mm-hmm. I don't think you know having this beautiful house and then being like, oh, we'll just stick a carport on the front of it. Yeah, that brings the house yes. down. Yes, where I would see it as a car a carport or a garage is just an extension of the house, so it needs to reflect. Yep. The house design.
0: Usually when we're doing home design as well or even for apartment buildings, the I guess the front facade usually gets the lion's share of the yep. expensive materials or where yeah. the money's getting driven yep. to. No and one really side, cares about yeah. the back or the side yep, so side much. Side elevations,
1: it's like rip off the cladding, let's put it on the yeah, front. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean,
0: in an ideal world, all of it would look beautiful and sculptural yep. like this. But imagine this home. Without any of the landscaping attached to it, without that detail of the cutout around the palm tree yeah. trunk in the deck,
1: or the built-in banquet seat, like outside those trees seat. are expensive, yeah. especially
0: yeah. if they were an existing tree. Why yeah. not? Like, I mean, palm trees are
1: nuts. Mm, yeah. Well, even oh, is this a? I don't want to like. Welcome
0: to Mikhail's controversy corner.
1: <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna play. I'm not. Don't
0: don't.
1: <laughs> Put me to shame. No, I just don't want to say the wrong thing or like.
0: That's okay. We've got the power of editing.
1: <laughs> it's true. Um, no, I would, I would look at investing into structural components if that meant like a a timber deck, a driveway, a garage, and then I would be more inclined to go with like baby plants. Yes, like, yeah,
0: yeah, great idea.
1: At least the plants are there, but, like, it's a tiny little baby palm. But, like, give it time. Yeah, not You're everything okay. needs like, to
0: be established. Maybe a couple of key yeah, pieces. Yeah. Like we're saying for all the uh, building blocks, like, in a home design, your, your key items might be, oh, I'm spending money on skylights, I'm spending money on beautiful hardwood flooring, and I'm spending money on a void. Yeah. Like, those are your key things, and then everything else can be just kind of structurally there yeah. and you can sort it out as you well, go.
1: even I'd rather build- the structure of a fireplace, mm-hmm. and have a provision. Did and be you like- see
0: that the flue for that one is like brass yes. as well? So you oh. can like exposed brass yes. flue. My goodness,
1: oh, goodness! But even like having just building the structure of the fireplace and being like, you know, the fireplace is going to cost me three to five grand. Oh, the provisions there, I know which one I want. I can save for that later. And then in terms of like. I want a beautiful stone cladding and I don't want to just put a cheap tile or just have plasterboard or that's not what I want. Guess what? Just frame it up, have it there, save for your cladding, save for the actual fireplace, but it's there. The yep. structure is there. Same thing with like landscaping. I'd rather put in little baby plants, have a big, bigger circumference hole cut out in the deck for the large tree to grow. You can
0: just trim it as you go.
1: Yeah, it's fine. But- <laughs>
0: You'll notice when the decking boards start getting pushed up and you're like, that's weird.
1: Yeah, I just feel like- Again, maybe this is my experience coming from, like, a four-and-a-half-year reno, that trees grow on its own regardless of the money that you put. Like, it's it's already there. You've already invested. You just have to give it time mm-hmm. and love where it's so much harder to convince your husband to build.
0: <laughs> I agree. I very <laughs> to, much agree. To
1: build a deck and he's like, ugh. But, like, the tree's are already there. It's fine. Just give it love. You can give your time and energy into landscaping and plants. You can't give your time and energy into, like, Building a deck or building a retaining wall or putting yeah. in a driveway or, oh, I just put, like, a cheap paver down. But, like, oh, I would have loved you're to not have gonna like get crazy the same paving. Return, you're not going to rip up cheaper tiling or cheaper paving and then install stone. Like, once Love it's it. done, it's done.
0: Well, to wrap this one up. Yeah, I oh, want my gosh. gosh this want... was the Listen, longest inspiration. But here's the thing. Grant, I sorry. want to start something new here. Mm. I want you, and you can take a couple of seconds now. Out of all of those images, mm-hmm. what is going to be your the the first image that people see on the instagram what is the the one take home you want or like Ooh. what what is the one image is it the is it the beautiful kitchen is it the the arch into the master uh, walk in robe
1: you know what for me is i it think the, the powder room no i oh, oh good call no i think my it's got the most to tell in one image is the dining image where the built-in banquette seat, but then you see the architectural component of the recess pelmet, the pushback doors, you see the deck, you see the cutouts for the palm. I think that image. Beautiful. I think that one.
0: Well, look forward to that one, everyone.
1: Yeah. Keep an eye out for it.
0: Now, I, I'm i going to take control here. Welcome, <laughs> here we go. Welcome to- Come on, to, Lachlan, give
1: me your inspiration. Welcome Graham.
0: to my world, everybody. <laughs> Strap yourselves in because we are going- to Mystery Bay, and no, that's not a spin-off of Home and <laughs> Away or Neighbours, but we're going to Mystery Bay for a project by Jack Hawkins Architects, or Architect, sorry, called the Mystery Bay House, and this project to me is all about making the most out of the, the site in terms of how you're orienting it, not only in terms of views, because as you can see, this has got a lovely... Like little beautiful
1: lake, beautiful outlook, lake
0: kind of dam thing in the middle. But the reason it's on that side of the the little water lake, air, I don't know that the reason it's on that side of the body of water is because the wind, the solar orientation. There's there's a whole bunch of little factors that kind of go into it more than just oh, I want it on that side. The home itself has a few key interesting things. It uses rammed earth in terms of uh, the big structural component for for the house, in terms of providing a big body of mass for kind of thermally balancing the house. It's slightly cut into the land as well to provide shelter from those winds. And what I want to kind of really push for here is it's very honest in the materials that it's pushing. You've got yeah. a lovely timber that's used for all your windows and doors and your external screening and your soffites. Yeah, You've got a concrete like that's kind of on show. You've got the rammed earth, which is exposed internally. There's a lot of black metalwork as well, and then there's a internally as well. There's like a charred timber um in the the kind of hallway spaces, and then you're used as an external cladding in some areas as well. Mm-hmm. That is mightily expensive because you're paying for the timber itself, and then you're paying for the process to char yeah. it all up. Yeah, but it's a very honest material palette that yeah. reflects that it is all as a direct a connection to nature as you're pretty much going to get here. have done a
1: lot of ply out of the yeah. cabinetry doors, ceiling treatment, and uh, oh, I'm going to say I'm 99.9% mm. correct here, but in all the wet areas in the bathrooms, they've used fallow granite.
0: Oh, look at a bold prediction.
1: No, it's it's fallow granite by Eco Outdoor, 100%. <laughs>
0: but how I'm calling it. It's a very... I don't know, the palette's very contrasty in terms mm-hmm. of you've got the light warmth of the timber and then you've got a lot of these darker, more sleek, colder kind of can I, elements.
1: Can I make a call? Yeah, hundred percent. This is an architect's house through and through. Like so
0: it's uh, an architect's dad's house. Oh,
1: I knew it. I knew it. It to <laughs> it me. Let is let it, like they that let palette. him run. Yep.
0: Let him run with it all.
1: That palette is I wouldn't even, I could look at three or four images and be like, architect's house. And oh, oh. boy,
0: we have another suspended mirror. Yeah, we do. Two with projects f- in a row. Yep. Yeah.
1: And the fallow granite, which, oh, you know what? I'm going to do it as my next inspiration, gram. Mm-hmm. The fallow granite is used beautifully in a number of projects. But see how that basin that you're showing with the suspended two-way mirror? Mm-hmm. Is like it's actually formed the yeah, basin yeah. itself. Yeah, that's a.
0: If you were listening to a the, hap- like the hero moment, if you were listening to the potty last week, Mikhail's house hack revolved around this kind of thing of in- having like an integrated Wash drainage. So this yeah. is the the next level of that.
1: This is really expensive. this is really expensive, <laughs> but
0: stunning nonetheless.
1: Oh, so beautiful!
0: Now, my my kind of main takeaway. I want from this because I could just talk through the images the whole time. It's beautiful. It's got an absolute boatload of rainwater tanks as well from a sustainability point of view. Yeah, it's in terms of how you would feel in there, I think there's some qualities to the materials that will kind of then rub off on you in terms of there's nothing that's really too glam, I guess. And you're lying if you're telling me that you don't want to go and be inside that sunken lounge. Oh,
1: it's the sunken the, the sunken concrete. lounge got me good. And the like the two way fireplace between two- the die. oh
0: isn't it stunning? And it's- it would
1: be at like a high level in your living. Like when you're sitting on the lounge, it would it just be a part of the space. Like it would yeah. feel very, very cozy in there on like a winter's winter's night.
0: It's beautiful. I I, I just I love this one quite a lot. So, as I was saying, I'll just see if there's anything else that just pops out here. I mean, the roof form to me, just as speaking architecturally and like nerding out from a little bit, but I'm absolutely in love with that kind of book shaped, like an open book roof form.
1: Oh, yeah, quite beautiful. I might
0: even try and put up uh, some of the sections so you can see what we're talking Mm. about. But there's a box gutter that runs pretty much the whole way through the the kind of house. structure, yep. And even having the ceiling on a bit of a rake instead of flat. Yeah. Just all these little things.
1: For me it's the it's the concrete. So the obviously how they've formed the entire structure is it feels like is, is it on a bit of a bit of a hill?
0: Yeah, well so yeah. they they dug it in slightly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. and how like what all the win- external windows and doors sit on is that like plinth, plinth but it's yep. at the same height.
0: The that, whole way around. Yeah. The
1: ho- that's. It's so hard to explain without looking at this photo. I'm not, I know I'm not doing it justice, but the sunken lounge and it's like just the whole border or perimeter of this house is built on this like concrete plinth. That's what it feels like. And it's yeah. just so integrated and so beautifully done. Honestly, I think Hat off to the construction company or the builders on this one, like the level of detail and precision that they would have had to execute with the rammed earth, the concrete. It looks to me like I would say that that's steel, not powder coat.
0: You might be right. Yeah, it might just be a... um...
1: Looks like which expensive, but like you don't really have a lot of tolerance with mistakes in all of these materials, Mm. like rammed earth, concrete, glass, steel, even plywood, like you can't just be like, oh, whoops, I just... Butchered a hole into that. Like, you can't it. Like, Like, if you look at the
0: plywood on the wall in uh, what I guess is the guest suite, like the panelling junctions.
1: Yep. It's so clean how they've-
0: It's far out. Like, just the maths of figuring all that out in terms of, like, where it's got to come up and join the ceiling and then you've got a consistent grid. And, like, it'd be easy if the ceiling was flat because you could just run that line up and over. But because the ceiling's on a rake, instead of your wall panels being 600 wide and then transferring that up- because it's on the rake, right, that ceiling panel is going to be slightly, slightly longer yeah. than six hundred. It's just this is where carpentry kind of really, uh, I guess, lets
1: itself sing. I oh, think, and this is such yeah. a wanky thing to say, but
0: it it harks back to like the artistry side of it. No, hundred percent. It is very it's it's like the old, It's like the Greeks would do, man. It's like they're <laughs> doing the maths, they're doing the artwork side of it, and they've got the technical skills as well. Yeah. It's just, it is so pure.
1: I feel like because we do a lot of multi, we do we design, we work a uh,
0: lot with concrete. Uh, we
1: do a lot of multi resin. It's like, oh, it's fine. Like it's just concrete block. Like we'll just plaster. bang it in. It's we'll fine. We, we'll yeah, plaster they'll plaster over. over You'll the never joints. see it. I
0: would honestly a goal for me. Hopefully this year, maybe not. Oh. I want to do a wall like an internal elevation and like set out this kind of like a panel work or something for Ugh, plywood stop. i want now to have that next level of control maybe it, for a renovation ha- that might actually have to it be has it has
1: to be a mere new project because i feel 100%. like the interior is pushing for panel work and like architecture being able to like set it out and make it just i just i feel like mint.
0: that's that next level of detail that if you can commitment. master that you've got it in your back pocket the whole time Yeah. And it's just you're thinking about these things over like over and over again. Like even with this panel work, making sure that the panels like if you're going to do your downlights, you mm. want your down lights in like the center of one of these panels. You don't want it on a join. Oh, so I, just the amount of things you need to keep. Oh, it, it, it hurts my brain just thinking about well, it.
1: I would. I'm sure it's the same for obviously like trades out there, or that self satisfaction. I think as a designer or an architect, being able to detail spaces like this. I'm sure trades would feel the same. Like I'm surely that carpenter who left that day.
0: He got to be stoked with that. There would, is no pencil marks on yeah, any of like, that plywood. You know he what is I, stoked.
1: You know what I mean? Like he would literally leave that job site and be like, damn, I'm good. Yeah, like, he's <laughs> waiting
0: for the professional photos to come through because that is something, that is that is CV worthy to me. Yeah, like, it's, and it's,
1: it's, it'd be this exactly the same thing. Like if we went out to a site visit and you're like, oh, my God, did you see that? God, I nailed that. Like it yeah. looks so good.
0: Like it's, it's those small wins that you get sometimes and yeah. it's just it makes the whole thing worth it sometimes just to see one one little thing mm. that maybe no one else is ever going to notice. No one else is going to notice that, oh, those ceiling sheets are slightly longer oh. than the wall sheets because of the difference in angle. Oh. But we do. We do.
1: Yeah, I think- So,
0: shout out, everybody. Oh, we love this. We love this to bits. Clap. The image I would probably rotate yeah, towards- what's, what's your- b- My parting gift- My parting gift. My parting gift for the dear viewers. There is a lot of
1: beautiful photos here.
0: Oh, my parting gift. Let's have a look here. Listen, it's going to be standing on the upper part of that living room. So, you can see a little bit of the sunken lounge. You can see the timber screening and you're looking through to like the kitchen and then out through what I imagine is the dining room as well. So, you just get the whole thing. You get to see the charred timber on the ceiling. You get to see the plywood. As well, that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, you've I got it. I picked it because that was mine. It. You see the fireplace that shoots through. There's the oh. TV next. Door. I didn't even notice there was a TV. Next oh my god, to the fireplace I didn't even notice it. <gasps> what a fantastic way to hide the TV.
1: Even the chimney. I know it's like the actual flue. Sorry, like the. I think that it's just it just goes with the whole aesthetic. Like it, you've got the steel framework. You've got the beautiful flue going up with the fireplace. Like it just. It sings. Bringing that black into- Oh, oh, great pick. This is- I'm stoked with this, to be honest with you.
0: So, let's wrap this up. Let's hit some home hacks and let's bounce out. I'll jump in first. So, I think I might have mentioned this in an episode last year, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to reuse it and recycle it. And then I'll give you a spin just in case it's not original enough. Justify it. Go. So- (laughs) If you're doing a two-story build or you've got an exceedingly long one-story home, maybe like the Mystery Bay home where it's divided into wings. So, you've got a bedroom that's maybe 40, 50 meters away from the other one. If your water heater, for your if your hot water unit for your water isn't centrally located, that is an awful lot of copper that that water has to run through. And retain its heat. Mm-hmm. You can lag those pipes in terms of insulating them to try and keep the heat in, but yep. it's not going to be great. Not going to be effective. And the water pressure might suffer a little bit as well, especially for two or three-story homes as well. Having to push water up through the floor plates, it's a come bit on. tough. Come on,
1: everyone has put the shower like, mixer on and waited. Yeah, yeah. To oh, get turn water. it
0: on, wait three minutes, come back, whatever. Yeah,
1: such a waste of water. What
0: I want to do is I want to pitch something a little bit bougie. Okay. is I want you to look at not only just instantaneous hot water units, because mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about the big storage tanks. Yeah, They're actually quite efficient as well. Like if you've got gas ones, very efficient. If you've got the ability to have three phase power, well, quite efficient as well. Mm-hmm. I want to pitch you having two of these in your home. Okay. And I know I'm talking about doubling the cost of a year or something in your home design, but in reality, it's maybe a couple of thousand dollars to get a second one. But- being able to have them spread apart or servicing different things. Maybe you've got one hot water unit just for your bathrooms and then the other one handles the kitchen, the laundry, all the other kind of things that would need hot water.
1: Even like powder room, laundry, kitchen downstairs or something and then Or splitting up on levels,
0: those kind of things. Yeah. You can really just, I guess, get more out of it. It's
1: just a comfort as well. That would be a huge comfort to not-
0: Less use as well, like your your kind of maintenance costs on- them, you you kind of splitting it between Surely the two. Surely you
1: would save a decent amount of water a year. Yeah. On
0: even if you want to save the planet, oh. just do it from that point of view.
1: Yeah. Just convenience just for me.
0: Instantaneous.
1: Yeah. It's like putting a zip in your kitchen. Just yeah. Instant just hot water. Yes, so you can boil lo- the kettle. Or
0: look at having two of those now, just in case I did. Just reuse one from the past, and you feel cheated, and you're like, Lachlan, this is ridiculous." I've I just want to, <sighs> I want to bring to your attention if you've got a balcony or an outdoor entertaining space.
1: Are we getting two house hacks?
0: Just in case I've, I've oh. swindled the people. All oh, right, spoiled. People. I just want you to make sure that you've thought about whether you would like a water point out on that balcony, either for cleaning or for maybe hooking up a sink. Yeah. If you've got an outdoor barbecue area,
1: is this preempting like we've been speaking this about? This is preempting. This is Love putting it. in a
0: provision. And then, secondly, if you've got natural gas to your home, why not run that bad boy? And I mean, if you've got a barbecue that can accommodate it, but why not run a, a gas line? And have a little hose kind of pluggy in thing outside next to your your water tap as well. Boom. So, that way you can have a fully integrated outdoor kitchen. I
1: feel like all the husbands or the boyfriends are just like, oh, we'll just put it there. It's like, this is for what, the are you gonna do? what are you going to do with it? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Say, I'm going to go buy Yeah, I don't no. know.
0: And you go and spend $6,000 on Matador Kitchen yeah. for Bunnings. <laughs> just think about it. Because- as we're saying, during the building phase, it's just a little bit of extra pipe work in a wall. It's just a maybe a A few hundred a dollars
1: bit. that could be- A, a few, few hundred
0: f- dollars that could net, like even yeah. just from a return point of view. Could
1: save you thousands of dollars yeah. in the long run.
0: Same thing for power. Make sure yeah. you got power out there in a spot that's usable. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so, you're wanting- Power for- Yeah, Let's. I, I mean, pow- I
0: didn't even have power on my list, but throw it but in as well. Power, gas, water.
1: In, in a usable space, yeah, on a balcony, a terrace, it. a deck, 100%. somewhere somewhere outside.
0: Like to small tangent at my house, we did a, an outdoor deck, but we needed to get power there. So, we used an outdoor power point that we already had, and then we ran conduit under the ground, up onto our retaining wall, and then the fence, and then ran it out there. So, we've got a double- PowerPoint out on oh, our like little deck. Nice. All we're using it for at the moment is just outdoor lighting, but you could put anything for the out moment. There. For the moment, <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, we could build a studio out there. <laughs> my goodness! So that's mine for this week. My, my ones for this week, okay. just in case. Michaela, bring us home.
1: Oh, this is going to fall a bit short now. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, so I've got a really simple one. Just something to consider. Maybe more Queensland focus because of our weather, but ceiling fans. Some, Good people, call. Yeah, some people love them, hate them. Some people are like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Or, oh, I'm just going to put air con in. Or we've got, you know, ducted AC. We don't need ceiling fans. I don't know if you're like me. I don't always like to have air cons on. Just to move some air around is, is sufficient sometimes. Yes. Yeah. So for me, ceiling fans in areas that... Predominantly, you just want to, again, move some stale air. So, I <laughs> think like media rooms, it's very underrated just to have circulation in. Usually, people do internal media rooms or quite <laughs> like they want obviously dark internal spaces. So, they might have a little window or, you know, maybe an external door like I've got in my place. But some of the time, you just want to have some Just air to so move it. Just to move the air. But it wasn't just to include ceiling fans because, again, it kind of... We've spoken about this in building So blocks. what? For me, it's the finish of these ceiling fans. So I've seen so many times everyone putting in like chrome or stainless steel ceiling fans. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not for me. So chrome, just like tapware, I'm a bit against it just for markings, erosion, it's not – you don't want to be putting it outside. Everyone's like, oh, stainless steel fans outside. No, no, no. They just – they wear so – I just – No, just no, no. Let's steer
0: you away from it.
1: Steer away. Again, matte black fans. I'm not not against it. I feel like there's just a better choice. Mm -hmm. So, usually, again, ceiling fans for me aren't pendant lights. They're not a focal point. They're not something you want to see. You just want to get the benefit of the use of having them. So, I always like to do a plastic fan. Now, Mm -hmm. that sounds like-
0: That sounds cheap and nasty.
1: Right? But it's not. I promise you. So- Every painter I think will recommend a flat paint finish for your ceiling because less marking, it just blends in. That's exactly what we want our fans to do. So a plastic in a matte finish, usually one of the cheaper finishes for our fans, but they're also indoor and outdoor use. So again, great for coastal locations, great for outdoor decks, which you're not out there with a broom cleaning the ceilings all the time. It's going to get dusty and grotty. So stainless steel, chrome, black, they're going to get dirty really quickly. So matte white plastic fans, ceilings, media rooms, living rooms, outdoor entertainment spaces, balconies, terraces. Trust me, great choice. Lock you it won't, in. You won't regret. And one of the cheapest, one of the easiest, and it just blends in with the ceiling. White soffites, white ceilings. Beautiful. Done deal. Never see it.
0: Great. Beautiful. Well, Michaela, thank you very much for that Yeah, thank you Everybody, thank you for listening this week And, you know what, we'll see you back on Friday We're going to speed run some dining room stuff
1: We are, one of the last spaces, I one think One of
0: the last spaces before I think we venture outside And then we do the leftovers
1: Yeah, which I think that's going to actually be a banger of an episode I do too, yeah. I
0: can't wait for it Well, we'll see you on Friday, everybody, goodbye See you then Well, everybody, we've come to the end of another episode. If you have any questions, reach out to us on our Instagram at grabthetrace. Following, sharing, leaving a review or rating for the podcast is the best way to help the show. Our opening and closing music was created by Robert Helberg. And whilst we try to help as much as possible, this podcast is of a general nature and won't be able to take into account your individual circumstance. If you need personalized advice, you should engage a relevant professional consultant to help make the best decisions for your situation. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time.
1: See you next time.